0: here in the host of the hour, first to follow the fox named Neve, with books laid before the bear named M to read and retire around the long fire.
1: we've returned, we have it took a week off. that was my fault
0: I mean that for listeners, it was just a week in between,
1: yeah, but there was a there was a gap there regardless.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but
1: yes it was it was a week the other direction um but it, it's been two weeks since we recorded,
0: yeah um. But I'm
1: back, uh, and we're taking next week off.
0: Yeah. Because of you this time, not me. Yeah. I just have to do prep for Thanksgiving, because uh, we always host, so. Um, it is what it is. At least the listeners will get two o- two episodes in a row. Not for us, That's- but. Yeah, no,
1: fair. Um, Yeah, it's fine. There will be, uh, people can check out Reptor screenings, which should be returning. It's already been announced and everything, but should be back on like Monday after Thanksgiving, assuming I get edited. Okay. Uh, we intend to record that Saturday, so. Movies!
0: Now more than ever! Don't expect to like them.
1: No, we're gonna like them. It's yeah. fucking Master <laughs> Commander. I like Master Commander. I, that one's already yeah. a winner.
0: Yeah, that one, that one's, that one's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Movies are just back. <laughs> the energy's yeah. there suddenly. Well, it's been literally like four
1: months. So, yeah, it better be. Fuck yeah. It fucking better be.
0: I just felt it like wane off. And I was like, am I going to like get back into movies right away? And I just immediately feel the impulse now. So,
1: I haven't actually watched a movie. I I, I have watched like a, lo- a lot of movies in the hospital, um, which is a terrible way to experience films uh, for the record. Yeah uh with commercials on AMC uh all the time, always. Uh but I haven't actually sat down and watched a movie. I I fell into a Sopranos hole instead, so I've been watching the Sopranos like daily. Um but that does kind of because it's like an hour, that does like absorb any time I would put into a movie because that's like half a movie right there.
0: Yeah. Um I haven't, I haven't like immediately watched anything, but I've also just been busy. Other than like yeah. perfect blue. Um but we did a podcast on that, so.
1: Did you? I'm pretty sure you did a podcast about video games where Perfect Blue briefly featured. <laughs> um it was still a decent bit of the end. There was. I was because I was like got to the list, I was like, damn, this episode is not gonna have any Perfect Blue talk and there was there was more than I was expecting.
0: Yeah. Um I I did not go into it thinking I was gonna do the list, but then Autumn was like, just do it. <laughs> So, uh, uh, honestly, you sped through the
1: list really fast. You could have done the list in like twice as much time.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah. But I was self-conscious about how I had to, <clears throat> to be awake at four thirty the next morning. So, yeah. What? You want to live forever? Uh, no, I explicitly <laughs> don't. I find, okay. I find the idea of eternity way scarier than the idea of death.
1: <laughs> well then don't worry about it. You're just going to be tired yeah.
0: sometimes um it is what it is uh do we, do we want to get into the saga or do we have other stuff we want to talk no, about we get the saga.
1: We got, i got yeah. bullshit all I want but uh we can we can do the saga first cause you know what this book's fucking good
0: yeah <laughs> um I mean part of it was was still a little bit uncomfortable, even while it was also kind of good. Um but oh the yeah. first
1: chapter here is extremely deliberately and undeliberately uncomfortable. I oh. think it manages to do both pretty handily. Um yeah. but it is it is the best thing we've read since like like Stala saga easily this chapter is yeah. one chapter I think genuinely.
0: Yeah, this chapter is great. Um so chapter ten. Uh, -hmm. how Brunhild was received at Worms. Um, this is, this was like the bulk of the reading. Um, so yeah, they show up, uh, one part that I was, I don't know if there's like a stuff immediately on that first page. Uh, but the second page just has this extended thing where I guess like all the ladies have to go and kiss Kriemhild and Brunhild and the queen. Mm Um, so, uh, yeah, it was just I was like cuz th- it gets described as um you know, as good manners required and I was like good manners seems seems a little fruity, not going to lie. <laughs> um especially all the descriptions of like the much kissing of red lips. Um but uh and that they kissed her sweet mouth many many times. Um But yeah, they they show up there's this whole like procession um it is the chivalrous version of a
1: bacchanal, I feel like is the way yeah. they're describing it. Just like constant partying and carrying on and parades. There's a whole thing where it's like the knights, uh, to show off their status, just like ride their horses until their clothes are in tatters and then get new clothes to show off that they can afford to burn through their liveries so quickly. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels, indulgent in the extreme. Just a very heady, awful
0: time. Yeah. It's like uh eyes wide shut in here. <laughs> um and then uh let's see. Um I'm trying to remember if we get stuff before the whole like they go to bed. Part.
1: So the main thing is that um, Siegfried pro- is like, okay, I got you your wife. You promised me your sister. Let's do that. And like, yeah, of course, we would never deny you that. So you can marry a sister post haste. And they just fucking do that immediately. Um, but in doing so, like, this is happens like as Brunhild is like coming to the table to like sit down, right? And yeah, she has to so. wait on all of this to happen first. Like, she's not given leave to like take her throne as the, the, the you know, the would be queen. Um, because they gotta deal with this thing that's seemingly super important, even though, as far as she knows, Siegfried is a vassal of Gunther and um takes it personally that he would give his sister to someone who's seemingly like his servant. Um and continues to bang on this drum for years. Yeah. In the, in these two chapter in these three <laughs> chapters. Um
0: Yeah, and it's like at, at least the way that they do like this wedding with Kriemhild and, and uh Siegfried. It's like a, a actual like ring of warriors that like surround them during yes. it. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, and then basically the the party keeps carrying on. Um, and in particular, Gunther just keeps looking over at uh, Brunhild and is like, "I just I really want to do it. I I I want to have sex so bad." And so he, like calls an end to the party so that they can they can go back to their bed chambers basically. Um and we get this like brief moment of uh, uh it is worth pointing <laughs> out that
1: before this happens, they do mention that Siegfried and uh and um Kriemhild go and fuck and have a great time. They're yeah, just yeah. so other. before
0: the, the Gunther, it's like part of the same thing though where he's like, you know. We're we're ending the festivities so that we can retire. And we get this little paragraph that's like, Lord Siegfried's pastime was to his vast contentment, for as he lay with the young lady and inured her so tenderly to his noble loves, she became as dear to him as life, and he would not have exchanged her for a thousand others. But I shall tell you no more of Siegfried's attentions to Kremhild. Listen instead of how gallant Guther lay with Lady Brunhild. Uh He had lain more pleasantly with other women many times. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we get this first one where... um Basically, he tries to have sex with, with Brunhild, and she like uh, wrestles him and ends up tying him up and hanging him up all night. Um, well, she specifically says,
1: I'm not going to fuck you until you tell me what's going on, Siegfried. Yeah. Because something seems shady with your your liegeman. Um, And he's like, no, l- 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 chill out. We- we're married. We should do it. And she's like, if you fucking touch me, I'm going to truss you up. And yeah. she trusses him up. Yeah. Hangs him on the coat rack. <laughs>
0: Um, and there's the, the great line too, tell me Lord Gunther, said the handsome maiden, uh would you mind if your chamberlains were to find you bound by a woman's hand? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just some like great, uh, chivalric body sex comedy, basically. <laughs> yeah, he agrees not to touch her, so she lets him down
1: and then they have a cold night sleeping together. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, and he's like, um... Make sure to not even touch her gown. Um, yeah, they're like basically on opposite sides of the bed.
1: Um, and so the next, the next in the morning, he goes to Siegfried and he's like, "Hey, how'd you sleep?" He's like, "Oh, not much sleep, buddy." You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, they're just really having. He's just, Siegfried's in the flower of his youth. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gunther's just looks fucking like bombed out. You know, just yeah. in a bad way. And he's like, "What would happen?" He explains that. But it's like this is just. This is just terrible. Let me help. I can I can subdue her. The two of us, I'll put on my cloak. I can get this shit done. I'll subdue her. It'll be great. Um and then you can fuck her while I'm holding her down. And he's like, okay, but I'll, I'll let you do this on one condition. You can't fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> when you do all this, you can't be untoward toward her. Kill her if you have to. That would save me a lot of grief. I'd get over that. But do not fuck <laughs> my wife.
0: Um listener (laughs) Uh, i think you know how this turns out um yeah and then this is the the most like uh just outright uncomfortable um i mean also everything that's happening here is is the obvious culmination of this chapter um but also like they go into detail about him like flinging her around and holding her down and everything get,
1: um, so they extinguish the lights and then he gets into bed with her and she thinks it's gunther yeah and then he goes to hold her down and she fucking flings him out of bed and like nearly wins the battle the the contest against him
0: yeah um And there's like again which i think came up before when there was the the like whole contest like the three uh you know contests that Uh, Siegfried had to like do for Gunther um, Mm -hmm. where uh, like in wrestling with her basically uh, blood spurts from his nails and he's in agony Um, but uh, yeah there's also this line that's just like so pointedly to like what this era even was uh, of a last thought, the hero. If I lose my life to a girl, the whole sex will grow uppish with their husbands forever after, though they would otherwise never behave so. <laughs> so it's like yes. this whole thing of like this, like manly duty he has to, to, uh, keep the social order, basically. Um, yeah. so
1: he, she, he finally like in the great contest of wills, they wrestle each other down and she finally submits and then. Um, she basically begs for life. She's like, I'll, you know, I w- I will never repel your advances, um, since you clearly show in your power over me. What am I to do? Uh, have your way with me." And then the passage here, um, is Siegfried left the maiden lighting there and stepped aside as though to remove his clothes, and without the noble queen's noticing it, he drew a golden ring from her finger and then took her girdle, a splendid Orphrey. I don't know whether it was his pride which made him do it. Later, he gave them to his wife, and well did he rue it. In yeah. full on like metaphor he like plucks the symbols of her womanhood um but in doing so the rest of this story truly just leans into this metaphorical act as a literal act and he basically tripped on his dick and fucked her
0: yeah um i also thought this was interesting because we we now get this ring here Um, which feels like it might carry that, like, weight of the cursed ring. Um, and so situating it, like, originating here, I think is interesting as well. Um, Mm. like, this is, like, the big thing that all of that, the, the resulting, like, uh, curse of the ring might stem from. Yes. Um... Yeah, and then, uh, you know, Gunther's happy with this outcome, basically, because well, yeah, he then, doesn't-
1: then Guther, Yeah, Gunther has, uh, you know, he's he sleeps with her, and- Because this is where, like, the metaphor- It's weird, because, like- he steals the symbols of her womanhood, thus, like, deflowering her metaphorically. But then Gunther actually does the having sex part at her willingly, like, subdued. Like, you know, the the, the consensualness of this is a highly suspect, the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Even before you get to the part where there's a deception of there's two of them trying to, like, defeat her. And she doesn't know that the entire time. Yeah. Um, but um, the the rest of the story, I feel like implies that siegfried you know did sexual violence to her literally and i I just don't think there's any reason not to read it as such
0: yeah right um i mean basically like not too long after this uh siegfried's like my job here is done i'm gonna go home yeah yeah (laughs) um i'm gonna take the crown
1: yeah it's like oh you've been here a couple weeks i got my new wife i should go back
0: to my lands uh everyone's happy yeah uh, so Siegfried goes home with his que- or came home with his queen. Um, yes. these chapters are are a bit shorter, so um, there's like a, a bit that happens in them, but uh, not nearly as much. Um, there's a bit where like
1: they um because like he 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 comes into the inheritance of part of the lands, right? Because he married into the royal family, and he's like, no, I don't need any of that. I'm just gonna go.
0: Yeah. Uh and Greenbelt's like I care about that though.
1: Yeah, that's my that's my inheritance. It's not yeah. like yours to give away.
0: Yeah. Um but uh yeah and then uh obviously uh Sigmund and Sieglund are uh all excited. Um there's like more festivities but um well there's also there's also uh, like they're going to send
1: like a thousand men with her. Like, you know, the part of the new retinue, and the, uh, there's a big fight about like, we don't want to go be, you know, we don't want to go to the north, we're not northern, we're not northerners, yeah, that's not us, <laughs> you can't just give us away. Uh, the guy, like, impotently goes, You just can't give us away, even though they totally could, but like, yeah. the king, the kings, like, Krimhild's brothers, suck, and they they just kind of let him get away with it,
0: <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah and so they they end up arriving um the whole there's not like nearly as much a description of body festivities here but um no yeah uh I still imagine similar stuff is probably happening um yeah um
1: but you know they get there everyone everyone's happy to see the new queen um everyone settles down and uh they have kids
0: yeah uh and so uh Gunther And Brunhild named their kid Siegfried, um, and Siegfried and Kriemhild named their kid Gunther. Definitely not
1: confusing or, uh, loaded.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and there's, like, this note that, like, at the time this could be, like, evidence of, oh, the two, like, groups are, are, uh, you know, on good terms. That's why you would, like, name each other, like, name your kids after each other. But, uh, there's so much going on here that obviously this is, um... Well, it's,
1: in the next chapter, they talk about like they're so far away. They're like, even if there is goodwill, they're not seeing each other.
0: Yeah. Um, and and Brunhild in particular is just like increasingly like. So I don't understand. Like he's your vassal, but then you let him just go, and now he's like got a crown in. He hasn't yeah, he hasn't given <laughs> us any dues. Yeah, he owes us dues. He's not he, he's not sending his dues. What's <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Um. And then, uh, well, I think she eventually convinces, uh, Gunther to, to let her send some, like, messengers to, to invite them to a festival. Yes. Um, uh, and also it's like, you know, Krimhild will be so excited to go back home because it seems like she kind of doesn't like being in the land of the Nibelungs uh, slash Norway slash Netherlands because
1: this Where's, book, I feel like that is a thing that, uh, brunhild says do we get any syndication of that um oh yeah i don't
0: know if we get from from Grimhild's
1: side oh uh, they do mention that she was like homesick i guess
0: yeah like yeah it's
1: not that she's unhappy with siegfried i i, I yeah. feel like it's important to what's probably about to happen that she is very happy with siegfried yeah
0: uh but she does miss home yes uh so she's excited people to, to go home and see her family and stuff um yeah you know yeah, I, I guess it's less unhappy and more it's the like oh I really want to go back for Christmas to see my family because yeah. you know
1: it's more that and when, fun. and when the and when he's like oh you've been summoned the king's like oh must we the secret's like really the whole like you, me and the queen together yeah it, it
0: it seems like an ordeal to move a court yeah you know <laughs> um. And there's like all this of just like I know you you have messages, but like just hang out, enjoy the entertainment for a while. I don't stop stop bringing up this like you want us to leave, um, and and go join you. But uh, eventually agrees, um, partially because Held wants to go, uh, yeah. go home and, and see people again, um, and I think that's about where we end. I don't know if there's too much else. Um, no, that's it. Yeah, there's like some it's sending of it, it, gifts, not. Again, you know, uh, actual dues, but gifts. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: specifically, Siegfried says, like, if they'd asked me to come and fight wars for them, I would gladly do it. It's moving my entire household down there for like a party that's like just a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I do feel like there maybe it might be significant, this bit of like, um, you know, it's very easy for him to bestow gifts because he has so much like, you know, well, yes, they say that like, he's just loaded. Yeah. Uh, which again would further raise like, so why is not, why is he not paying dues? (laughs) Um, which I feel like is going to be, a a big tension point when we get to the next sections of the the festival and everything happens.
1: Well, it's interesting because it's depicted as if like her, her argument is entirely on the logistics of like, what is to like done in manners and like decorum wise, but you just get the sense she knows
0: something's fucking
1: shady, right? Yeah. And she's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She has the the sense of like the actual truth, but she doesn't have any evidence there, so she's just pointing out all the like things she does have evidence for. Um being like, This is not making sense that he's a vassal. If he is, like, why isn't he yeah. paying? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this book has been great. I, I really enjoyed th- this reading. Uh, especially that yes. first chapter. Um, yeah. Just really getting to the thing of, like... Like, making explicit also what the whole original, like, taming of her with the... the uh, Three contests was also basically about...
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's like... The 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 book supposition like the book supposition is that you the audience will think that a wife that does not consummate a marriage as she entered into is like doing an evil right that yeah is, that is part of the yeah the there's inher- like they're they are not depicted as in the wrong for forcing the issue because the issue needed to be forced because it's part of the natural function of their marriage but also probably shouldn't lie to your wife and have a guy sneak in yeah
0: yeah there's there's like especially from the perspective of the book, it's like uh this is like a defeating or taming of a monster, um yes, but there's also then this like deception where um you know the issue is that Gunther should have done it basically,
1: yeah uh and yeah. Gunther is and- <laughs> like eternally emasculated compared yeah. to Siegfried, and it's only a problem in so much that Brunhild always said she would only submit to like the strongest man in all the land right yeah and that's clearly not gunther yeah um and in the metaphors of the story in fact does only submit to siegfried and it's only after that that you know she deigns to lay with gunther right
0: yeah yeah um and then i'll you know become the whole crux because all of this is basically leading to uh whether like Meant to be real or not, this like, um, you know, previous like love that they had in some sense, yes. Uh, you know, there's the ways that it was like maybe they had something years and years ago before the story began, uh, but also all of this stuff is like metaphorically creating that where, Mm. uh, that's the real like relationship that she's hung up on, basically, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's great, myth and legend is great. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, very good reading this time. Uh you just feel the the thing boiling to a head.
0: Uh it's gonna go real bad. Yeah. Um and I, I think like we're I feel like we're getting close to Siegfried dying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it's next week. I haven't looked at the chapter headings, yeah. but absolutely.
0: Um It's like a, a week or two, would be my guess. Yeah. Um I feel like I did, like, briefly look that the next chapters are a little bit shorter, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, we don't have, like, any big ones, like, we've had some of these. Or, like, one of them is Chapter is 15 longer. is
1: called How Siegfried Was Betrayed, so...
0: Hmm, yeah. Might be next time. Um... I feel like once that happens, a bunch more is going to pop. We haven't gotten to, like, Attila at all. Like, Otley or... No. I don't, I don't remember what the, the Germanic name is. But I mean, who even knows if that's in this version? I think it is. Okay. Uh, I think, notably, that's one of the things that also... Because, like, Creamhill ends up going off. I'm assuming that's part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know I've seen the Germanic name for, like, Attila... In, in this, okay. and I just don't remember what it is. Um mm-hmm. like, I know I've seen it before, so I do think it comes up, but we'll see. Um, I feel like we're, we're like a third of the way through now, right? Damn, I guess. Uh, yeah, is it a- one hundred
1: six out of? Eh. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of back matter,
0: I guess. Yeah, where does the actual book end? Uh, because it's like. What, oh, yeah, 39? you're right. Yeah, it's
1: absolutely, it ends at like 292, so. Yeah. We're a third way through. Yeah. We will probably end up covering the back matter in some fashion, though,
0: I think. Yeah. um, We'll see. We might move through it a little bit faster than some of the oh, other Oh, yeah, we'll definitely there. move through it faster. That might yeah. just be one episode, but. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, though.
1: Yeah, that, that's it. Next, uh, not next week. The week after, we'll be reading uh, thirteen,
0: fourteen, and fifteen. Yeah. Um. What What else have you been up to aside from?
1: Oh, well, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I spent. I mean, I was yes, I was in the hospital for four days. And I spent most of those days sleeping. Um, So that time just went to a hole and I never came back. And then when I got out of the hospital, I spent the, I spent, I got, I got Wednesday afternoon and then I, the doctors let me recover for the rest of the week. I just kind of, uh you know, went around the house slowly and played a couple games. I was working on, but I was working on abnormal mapping stuff. So I want to get ahead of on that. Um And so I haven't really done a lot. Yeah. Um, Because my energy level's been fucking shit. And I watched like a season and a half of Sopranos in the last week.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Which I mean I don't I don't even think you've seen the Sopranos, have you? Yeah, I haven't. Of, of like that sort of prestige TV stuff, I think it'd be one that I would actually watch. It's like also early enough. Um yeah. I feel like as it like went on, it just like solidified more and more into this thing that I didn't really enjoy. Um my understanding is it still has some of the markers of the things that I think are ridiculous, which is just, like, the weird music choices, Um mm-hmm. where you just get some sort of, like, you know, licensed piece, and it, sometimes it'll be, like, used ironically, uh but yes. it's, like, overuse of ironic music choices, um, yeah. which... I do feel like it's probably worse in later stuff. I know the the few ones that I've seen Emily watching and so then there's like a few where it just happens constantly, and I'm like, why is it doing this? Yeah, uh,
1: this is usually just in the credits, uh, yeah. and the songs are u- almost universally terrible. Uh, yeah. I don't know why they picked the worst music in the world. Uh, I don't know if it's on purpose, if that's just where music was around the turn of the millennium, I don't know. The thing with The Sopranos is um, it is functionally a family sitcom but gussied up in like the trappings of like the melodrama of the the scenario that lead to like a prestige style shtick, but kind of on accident. I feel like this is the thing HBO, like HBO did throughout the 90s. They, they took like very basic sitcom premise and just tweaked it a little because you could say fuck and you could show some, you know, nudity or whatever. Um, and like just pushed it a little further until it reached something a little more like, for an older audience i'm not gonna say more mature but for an older audience right yeah um and those began self-selecting to be more for that audience be a little more complex um and the thing about the sopranos is like i'm enjoying it it's great uh i think it's really funny uh that's my main reaction sopranos i think it's a very funny show um but like i look at it and i go i see how tv lost its way but it's also like I saw The Wire when I, me and Destiny met and Destiny was like, you haven't seen The Wire? The Wire, Sopranos and Buffy were like her favorite shows. And this is the last one I haven't gotten to. She likes Mad Men too, but I, I couldn't get into Mad Men at all and I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, um, and this isn't, The Sopranos is not the fucking Wire. Let me tell you what. <laughs> the Wire is, a, is, a, is an incredible work of like cinema. Um, I think The Wire is like important and like good beyond measure. And The
0: Sopranos is just a TV show I like a lot. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, I do feel like those earlier ones are the ones that are more interesting to me as well. Like Mad Men mm-hmm. is right around the period where I was just like, I don't think that this like style of TV is what I'm interested in. Um Yeah, I
1: watched like a I watched a season of Mad Men, didn't get into it. I watched two seasons of Breaking Bad, fucking hated that show. Yeah, oh my god.
0: That too. <laughs> those two were the ones where I was like, maybe this isn't for me.
1: <laughs> um I watched like a season of Game of Thrones and hated that. I, I didn't like the books either. So that's just – I was not into that whole fucking thing. Um, Yeah, Prestige TV is not my thing. I like when TV in the 90s was stupid. I like yeah. stupid television. I think television yeah. is a medium that allows you – because you write characters, right? You write a bunch of characters and you you hang out with them enough that you automatically invest as long as you didn't write the worst characters on earth that – a season or two in, you could just put them in the stupidest possible situations, and the audience will automatically invest, which is the miracle of storytelling, is when you get a bunch of people in a situation that any other group of people you'd check out on, but you care about these people, so you're going to follow them through the rabbit hole into some dumb scenario that is cartoonish and ridiculous. And that's when TV is good. That's when you're cooking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I especially like sitcoms as a a TV genre because it's just mm. like so embracing this that like yeah. you just have to have good characters and then put them in ridiculous situations. Um, yes. And that's, yeah, that's TV to me. Um Characters come first, you know, you got like yes. a season to establish them. Um, yeah. And then if you go too long, then you just lose the characters. And then, you know, it's yeah. like the Simpsons and stuff where I just, I'm sure there's still like funny jokes and stuff, but I watched it. And I'm like, I, these characters are all just like parodies of simpsons characters that i cared about anytime i see a new yeah. episode so that's fair yeah. yeah no
1: i like trying to think of like i i really liked Fraser, and Fraser definitely go, goes well past its best buy date yeah. by the time it wraps up um uh
0: future i was so good because it got canceled and then they kept bringing it back <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was. So I, I watched Futurama in the time of its cancellation. Like, I, I didn't grow up with Simpsons. Um, I briefly watched Family Guy and Futurama when they were both canceled shows. And my college roommate was like, these shows are really good. And I I liked them both quite a bit. And they both came back and I followed Futurama a little. Like, I watched the movies and I watched a little bit of when they first came back. And I was like, "The, the movies are okay, but it just wasn't the same at all. Yeah. Um. I don't think I've seen an episode of Family Guy since it came back from cancellation. That to me is still like, Oh, that little show that like got canceled and some people <laughs> liked it. <laughs> um, fucking thing's still on. I can't believe it. Yeah.
0: Uh, um, I famously have a, a feud with Seth McFar- McFarlane one way, but uh, it does extend all the way back on my mom's side of the family. Um, wait, my, like for real, for real? My mom's side of the family, uh, like, the whole family name is based around the fact that there was this fracture, like way back in Scotland, where, uh, the actual, like, proper heir, like, the, the older brother who was supposed to be the heir, like, basically got cheated out of it by the younger brother. Um, and so all the McFarlane's, like, that name comes from the younger brother. And then my mom's side of the family, it, like, literally translates to, like, of the heir. Uh, and so that side of the family just, like, I mean, at this point, like, most people don't care about it in the same way, but we have, like, a book that goes all the way back, like, to the original, like, uh guy <laughs> that, like, everything's named after, because um, mm. it's just how Scottish names work. So, it, like, goes back all the way to, like, the original history of the clan. Um And, yeah, there's just, like, been massive, uh like, centuries-long feud with the McFarlane's. So... <laughs> What you're um, telling me
1: is you're not gonna be on my Orville watch along podcast.
0: Huh? <laughs> no. Uh I did watch some, some Family Guy, but it's oh, especially a lot of the stuff of that era, it's like one of my least favorites. So um I've leaned into just like the feud that my family has with the McFarlane's because of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Yeah, the specific line that we come from, they like, there was a part where they moved to Ireland because, uh, in Scotland, this like, uh, crooked schoolmaster like hooked and stole the deed to the farm. So then we had to like Mm. move to Ireland. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of like, there's just been like a, a school teacher in every generation since. Um, my brother is no longer a school teacher, but was for a while. So it's, it's still persisted um, because it was like, we need to have somebody you can read and write. And so that the, like, people won't like write bad contracts for us. Um, <laughs> so it's weird. my mom's side of the family is like bizarre in terms of just the family heritage, like history stuff that just has influenced down the lines. Um, and it like morphs like originally it was like we need people who are literate so that they can like protect the family when it comes to legal documents and then it just morphed over time into our family believes strongly in like public education as an idea (laughs) but yeah um the the part where I reveal that my own family has like a weird saga book about it (laughs) Uh um, no, fair enough. Yeah. I have it, like, sitting on a shelf. Um, I have a copy of it, so. We're not going to read it for this podcast. No, it <laughs> sounds boring. Yeah, it is. It's extremely history. It's even more than the history of Kings history. <laughs> so... Uh, but that means I don't have a whole
1: lot. Uh, yeah. Like, I know you talked about Fashion Dreamer on uh, Pondering Pouton. I haven't played it since I went to the hospital, so I don't have anything to add that you didn't already talk about. Yeah. Because um, I was playing it, and then I got sick, and, you know, you come back, and I was like, oh, hadn't gotten around to it yet. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, It is great just making outfits for random people. Yep. Um.
1: I... um. I don't like the A B typing stuff. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing: is uh, I'd rather they just get rid of it and just make it. This is the game where you dress up, you know, female bodies, the you know, girls. Yeah. Um. I think I think all the guy fashion sucks. The B types just guy fashion. I don't care how many clearly gender nonconforming people I get to see on the street wearing B fashion. They're the fucking guy clothes and they suck. Yeah. They're dog shit. Yeah. I hate them. I hate them so much. The, the, Don't bother. I'm not here for it.
0: <laughs> the type B out. Yeah. The clothing options are just not good. I mean, there's a couple yeah. that are okay, but like overall, they're just kind of bad. When I see, when designs. I see
1: type B people on the street, I walk past them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also it's like one, there's just not many people playing like with type B yeah. as well. So you also just, yeah. anytime that I have to make one that's a type B, I'm like, Oh, where's my like three hundred clothing options to pick from? I have like fifty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're all they're all bad except for like these three that I keep putting on everybody because they're okay. Yeah, eventually,
1: <laughs> I eventually had to go and, like design pants because I just couldn't find good pants. Yeah, in the, the pants. When I picked how are the up. pants bad? <laughs> yeah, this is the defining yeah. fact, feature of masculine clothes is pants. They wear pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should have some pants that aren't dog
0: shit. Mm. Um. Yeah, I had one where somebody was like, "Uh, I want a hoodie," and I was like, "How do I not have a good hoodie? I don't have any hoodie, oh, I, but like not a, found, even a good hoodie. I found hoodie. a hoodie. I found a
1: hoodie early on that looked like it was the the carpet of a fucking roller rink in the nineties. Um, just like a bunch of abstract lines, and I I've kept that shit. Put it on basically anyone who fits because <laughs> it was like a rarity four or five. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. I'll use this. Who gives a shit?
0: Yeah." Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, that's the most, I, I, for like days now, I've been like, I feel like I'm very close to like seeing credits.
1: Cause there's, some, yeah, I have a friend who yeah. just plowed through the game and saw credits like on day two. Yeah.
0: But the last few times, I've literally just like checked in, like gotten the notifications and then done like one outfit and then been like, ah. You know, I have to go to bed or whatever. So, but it feels nice for that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. um, The other game you've been playing is Rhapsody. I
1: have been playing that. I'm not that far. It's weird because like, um, I know it's short and I'm like three hours in, but I feel like nothing's happened. I feel like I'm still kind of waiting for the game to start a little bit.
0: Uh, In Um, terms of actual gameplay stuff, you probably have all the mechanics.
1: Yeah, I bet. I I like I just finished the um the contest to be the prince's like potential bride and I'm about to go to the dance. Like I saved literally she wakes up a week later, it's like oh it's the day of the dance. Yeah. Um I it's weird. So uh that game so it's an it's a RPG with like some light strategy elements and that when you fight random battles, you're on a grid and you move on the grid. Um and it's a musical um, for the PlayStation, it was localized as an English. I, I, I was sent to the English for the music. Um, they've got surprisingly good vocal talent for yeah. the, the thing. I was expecting more music, I guess, so far. I'm like surprised how little the musical part has happened. There's been like two, there's, there was the one main song and then there was the, during the contest, the main song got like a reprise and her rival sang the kind of the same tune and like different lyrics together. And that's been it so far.
0: Yeah, um. Now I just have like the soundtrack. I mean, again, it's not a super long game. Um, Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I, I like how long to beat has. It like from nine to twelve hours, so it's I know it's short. Yeah. Um, It the thing I like about it is that um, I think it'd be very easy to be like, oh, this is like a a, a Disney musical of, of of RPGs, and it's explicitly not that this is this is a fucking Barbie movie of RPGs. Yeah. Um, because it's. It's entirely around the motivations of its plucky young protagonist and her rival, who is a rich girl who has her own troubles that are given like – she's like a comedic character, and you're kind of supposed to be annoyed by her. But also she's given like an interiority and motivation that are sympathetic, and it's about the two of them learning to both grow together in tandem. And there's a prince there, but he's like kind of just there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that, to me, is, like, that screams Barbie movie, not Disney movie. It was a Disney movie. The Prince would be the entire fixation point, and it would just be worse. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at this. So, there, there's ten vocal tracks. Okay. So, you've probably gotten Someday, which is, like, the first one. And yes. then the Let's Go On, both the contest, and then the, like, uh, where it's um, the two characters. And then, I don't know if you've yeah. gotten the reprise version of it.
1: No, I don't think so. Okay.
0: Um yeah. There there's some uh good stuff coming up as well. But
1: yeah. um um yeah, it's been on my to-do list forever and then they 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 went and localized the 2 and 3 recently, which I'm really excited about. Um those don't have English vocal tracks, so I part part of the reason I made sure to choose the English one is cuz this is my only chance cuz when I play 2 and 3, I I my only option is the Japanese uh lyrics. Yeah. I mean, it's like subtitled and whatnot, but it's just um you know, they put work in. I don't know. It's, it's a very impressive game. It looks beautiful. Um and it's very it's very easy. Um and I would I would have loved it dearly if I had played it when it was new. I played Lunar instead, which is also a, a game it kind of that that game's actually way harder. But it has a much more traditional RPG that does have some singing in it. Uh I remember being like, Oh, this game has music, that people sing songs, it's wild.
0: Uh um, love Lunar for that. <laughs> have you have you met Marjali yet? Um, I don't think you have.
1: I think she's the witch, right? I think I met her once and she sent the cats after me. But I don't know if she has a henchman who's like one step between the cats and the the girl and then Marjali. I don't actually know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's also Gao, who's like one of the lackeys, and Crowdia. Um, there's some third one. um yeah i don't know but uh
1: yeah the game's good yeah i um yeah i've not met this lady i looked up at this picture i'm like no i've not met this lady yet (laughs)
0: uh i love Marjorie, which i'm sure when you when you encounter her you'll be like oh yeah um she like also shows up in Disgaea or something, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, that's
1: I I found her on the Disgaea wiki, yeah. I was like, "What the hell's happening here?" Yeah, I
0: googled as well just to look up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, her and her lackeys are great. Uh, there's like three of them. I do I don't remember the yeah. third one's name, but um, yeah. Uh, and her her song is fantastic. So,
1: yeah, I met Meow the the girl witch who runs the cats.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let me, I'm, I'm looking up the, uh, oh yeah. So Meow and then the other ones are Gao and Crowdia. Um. Yeah. I have not met them. Yeah. Um. Crowdia is great too. She has like crow crow wings and a sword. Um. Okay. So. Um. The a- after you play it, uh I think it's also worth just listening to the like Japanese tracks because I think some yeah, of yeah I are, was going to yeah yeah it's one of those where like clearly the lyrics were originally written and like the melody was written for Japanese and so some of that yes. stuff uh it's just hard to make English fit to rhythms that were meant for Japanese because they're just rhythmically very different languages yeah um but yeah um. I I do just really enjoy that game. So you're doing yeah, the PlayStation really version, cl- right?
1: Yes, I'm yeah. playing that on my Mister. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's what I figured. But um, because there's also I've not played it, but I know there's like a DS or 3DS remake. Um, yeah, that seems to be like more different than I would expect. But
1: okay, I probably won't bother with yeah. that. I will probably pick up that two and three pack and play those though.
0: Yeah. Um, just because,
1: um, wild that they actually went and localized those. Because I didn't think that was ever... That's one of those when they announced it. It's like, really? Man, good, good on you. And I asked because uh didn't expect it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to check those out. So, um, because I just played the original, like, back on PlayStation when that was the console that I had. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I feel like, uh. I've been I've been weirdly busy. I mean part of it is uh I had to wake up at on Saturday at four thirty to get a train to Michigan to go see my family. Um so I was kinda busy with that and like the main thing I did with downtime was just do the nana reading for the recording we have to do like this weekend, upcoming weekend. Yeah. So um yeah. Uh that and the the Nibelogin lead. So um, yeah, I haven't had too much. I mean, I'm playing a little bit of Mystic Messenger, but I'm going to talk about that on something else later. Uh, I th- I think that's like mostly. Oh, yeah, you want to talk
1: about games I have zero interest in, Mystic yeah. Messenger is very <laughs> high up
0: there. Um, I just like the fact that it's on a real world clock and if you're asleep, you just miss stuff.
1: Yeah, I hate that. I fucking hate it. Uh, I love it. I know you (laughs) particularly like, the the, yes, you like missable things in video games. This makes my brain itch. I think it's, like, totally insane of you. This is,
0: like, the biggest fundamental divide between our gaming habits is I just think, like, missing stuff in a video game is beautiful. (laughs) That's what gaming is. No, what? Seeing everything, no. You need to, like, intentionally make it really difficult, if not impossible, for me to see everything uh unless i play I it multiple sleep times no more
1: i'm not here to fucking like I, i'm here to see the content
0: no like if i, I mean, bought a
1: book and, you go like, and you look at the chat and, and you're just not
0: there the other people are talking to each other they might even talk they're about not real you
1: people it's a video game it's a story being told to me i know and i wasn't I there for to it. set my life around like when they're going to be there
0: um i just really enjoy that aspect of it i i hate yeah it. i fucking <laughs> <it> sucks <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's great to just like you know you're like eating lunch and then you're like the game will be like oh it's time to play and you're like oh and then the game's like oh, have you eaten yet and you're like oh yeah I'm eating lunch right now <laughs> I I specifically don't like
1: appointment gaming I have a very hard time with it I don't enjoy it I resent it very rapidly
0: <laughs> um, um, I delight in appointment gaming where I then miss appointments No, yeah, and then
1: I don't like missing things in video games either, so yes.
0: I also believe the best way to play a Persona game is one day at a time. Yeah, you're (laughs) on your mind. In sync with the the calendar, real world, and video game world. I don't, I don't understand you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just think it's like a fascinating way to interact with games. I really enjoy it. (laughs) Um... Again, biggest fundamental divide, I think, between you and me when it comes to video yeah. games. Um Yeah. Uh the other I mean, I've been catching up on podcasts, watching the rest of streams. I feel like none of that's that exciting. Her birthday's coming up. It's gonna be like the first of the the advents to have a birthday. So Oh nice. Yeah. Um I've, like, seen a little bit of what birthday merch stuff is, but I really don't know, because I've not followed Hollow Life, like, close enough to have actual expectations about what anything's going to be, so. Well,
1: it's, it's going to be a package of, like, three to five things, probably three, I don't know, Um, and you can buy them individually, you can buy them as a set, and you'll usually get, like, a, another piece of art if you buy them as a set. Um... I don't know if she's signing real things. Those always go real quick. So unless you're like camping the store, you're not going to get those. Yeah. Um, uh, I bought multiple birthday sets in my life. Not so much these days. I'm kind of over it. Um, uh, just, it's never stuff that I want. It takes too long to get here. Is the, is mostly the problem? Uh, yeah. All the clothing is Japanese sizes, which doesn't really help me at all. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I have, like, I have a lot, like, I have two years of Kiara birthday merch, and I have a, I have, like, Callie's first birthday set, or whatever. Um, Like, I I use the Kiara apron all the time. Uh, My Kiara mouse mat is uh, falling apart, but I do use it, so right here. Yeah. Um, But, you know. Kind of depends on how good the merch is. Yeah. There's definitely a merch where I'd be like, this is cool, but like, I, it's a little more expensive than I want to spend, because you always gotta
0: pay shipping, and it's better, but it's still not great. Yeah. Um it is i'm i'm like slightly interested just because at some point i'll want some sort of Norissa merch so i'm just like i hope like at least one of them is something that i will be interested in um because yes. that would be nice but oh you don't, wanna, uh, you
1: don't have an oshi that, that fucking has the most terrible merch in the world fauna has never had merch i want to buy yeah
0: once <laughs>
1: once uh, i love her so much all her merch is fucking dog shit I have like yeah. a piece of bootleg merch a friend, my friend Santo got at a, a con. It's like a poster. I have it framed in the hallway. It's fucking great. Love it. But I have no official fauna merch. Um, I'm hoping, like, you know, so they'll eventually get Nendos and Pops and stuff, and then maybe I'll pick up one of those. Um,
0: um, I feel like the, the what, um, the, like, OmoCat fauna sweatshirt wasn't the worst um yes it went out of stock i don't oh, i don't yeah. own it.
1: i have a couple pieces of omocat merch for myth but i don't have any of the um
0: uh, i don't have
1: any of the uh the advent stuff not advent um council stuff yeah um i have their i have the like halloween shirt from last year that is all of them that was like an amazon print on demand one i actually that's a pretty good like bum around on the weekends kind of t-shirt um
0: yeah um Yeah, I, I do just hope some of the merch is good. So like there's yeah. like the debut merch and it was just like an acrylic stand and I was like, who wants this? <laughs> I know yeah. lots of people, but
1: <laughs> The problem with the acrylic stands for the debut merch is that they're their default poses and yeah. they're just not interesting, right? Like I have some acrylic stands, um, but they're like fan art ones, or they're not it, it was actually an official collab, but it's like characterful pieces of art that are on acrylic stands of characters that I like. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, the default ones just don't, that's not it. That's not what I'm looking for in my life.
0: Um, oh, let me look at the, let me see if I can find this. If I can, I'll send it to you. If not, um, well, that's not, I probably won't be able to find this. Uh, Oh no, wait, here it is. The, have you seen the, the Yasu from Nana acrylic stand? No. Um can I get a picture of it? This is like it not assembled. But um That's fine. Yeah. Let me uh I'll just copy this image. <laughs> um this is from the exhibition, so it's just like a panel. But
1: um Oh, it's just him like looking to microphone. What's the lines on this? Um
0: these? <clears throat> my guess is this is from like when uh like Nana and Yasu are leaving and there's all the paparazzi around. Um uh-huh. I forget the specific thing that he says. We haven't gotten to it in, in Ghost Divers again yet. But um Yeah, he does some sort of uh You know
1: this is a very silly acrylic panel yeah. for our card.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um I I find it kind of delightful. <laughs> um, but I I like kind of when I was doing orders from the the exhibition I kind of thought about it but for the acrylic stand things um I don't think you picked one it was like a blind bag kind of oh, thing Oh I hate that stuff yeah, yeah. um and there is some I'm where paying, I was just, if like, I'm
1: paying shipping from Japan for this yeah. stuff I want to be able to pick what I'm getting
0: thank yeah. you Yeah if I was like there at the exhibition yes. oh yeah I'd obviously pick one up but um yeah yeah <clears throat> uh there's other stuff that i I was more excited about getting so um, I did get the notification I think like in a month or two the the like statue of them at the table will be ready, oh nice, so um that'll be cool um, but yeah that's that's like basically where I'm at. I had like a weirdly stressful day yesterday too where I like worked way later than I wanted to. So. Mm. Um. And I I just don't like how often I have to drive into work.
1: I have to do it every day.
0: Yeah, but you your commute isn't an hour. So, no, it, it, it's yeah, it's 20 25 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. It? Um. Yeah. I this might be it. I fine. feel it I it. feel I'm boring, c- but
1: no. I mean, when when I'm done, I get to go play Rhapsody, so I'm happy to get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, I will probably go. Uh, well, I, I still have to do dishes, but then I might get back to Final Fantasy VIII, which I really have not put much time into. So I
1: know I'm I'm not gonna. I'm trying to be normal about it.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, some of it is that I just haven't had time to, like, actually sit down and, and play for an extended period of time. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm trying to be normal yeah. about it. Whereas it's, like, way easier to, like, pick up, uh, like, to start a Slay the Spire run and play, like, you know, 15 minutes and set it down. And then later I come back and I do, like, 15 minutes more because it's just, like, a couple floors, you know? Um
1: Okay. So. No more Slight Spire. Where can people find you online? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can find me at Fox Omnia on uh Twitter. Um also Blue Sky co host uh, Letterboxd, which I'm using again because the strike's over. Um I I did once again start trying to set up a backlog and then just stopped, failed. Um but any list, all of those places. Uh, go listen to all of my other podcasts on the Export Audio Network. If you go to exportaud.io, we'll take you to the Patreon. <clears throat> um, for $1, you get, like, st- episodes early of a bunch of podcasts, um, including Ornate Stairwells, <clears throat> which is bad. I'm going to take a drink of water because my throat is feeling weird. Uh, but Ornate Stairwells is back. So, I mean, we were kind of not really gone, but still we're back. It felt like we were back. Um, and uh, Ghost Divers, Recovering Nana, um, that one is not a week early. Uh, and then Pondering Putan. Um, I guess if you want to hear Fashion Dreamer talk, go listen to that episode.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. I post on Blue Sky mostly when I'm on Twitter at uh, em being, all one word, I believe. Um, Usually, just like once a day, I'll try to post something on there. Um, you can find all my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com, including this one, of course. Uh, listen to Abnormal Mapping, the Game Club. Last month, we did Shenmue. Jackson did an episode on Abnormal's Mask, which I thought was very good. We're about to do a grab bag of a bunch of different games, which will be great fun. And then in December, we'll be doing Final Fantasy 15 uh, which I will just spend forever talking about. Prince Noctis is one of the coolest protagonists in all the video games. Um, I love him. He's my boy. Um, if you'd like to support our my podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash mapping. For $1 a month, you get the Great Gundam Project. We're currently watching Gundam Double O, which is fucking fantastic. And Rose of Versailles, which is also pretty good. It's not I think I like Gundam. I mean Gundam Double has been better, I think, so far. Um You know it happens. Sometimes you just get real lucky and spoiled. Uh, yeah. for $5 you get Blockbusters. That's coming back in December. We'll be watching G.I. Joe. <laughs> i don't know if that has a subtitle or not but that's the one we promised and jackson was like you get it out we don't have to do gi joe and i was like no we told the people to do gi joe we'll fucking do gi joe um and for ten dollars you get voip life where every two weeks we talk about some bullshit uh we recently did a top 100 games for each of us which was a four and a half hour podcast so you get your money's worth in on that one um uh, last week, as of when this goes up, our we'll have, a, there was a free VoIP that was f- recorded literally the weekend before the strike happened. Um, and no one could do podcasts about movies where we could do a quiz about, uh, Michael Giacchino's scores someone made for us. Um, classic VoIP quiz. Uh, yeah. Can't tell any of his music apart. Um, but I do like his Star Trek theme a lot. Um, and, uh, Reptar screenings, my movie podcast will be coming back. On the day, probably after Thanksgiving weekend, uh, where we'll becoming Master and Commander, and that'll be great. I'm really excited. yeah um, that's it for me. We'll be back in two weeks where we talk about those next three chapters of the nibble and lead. And until then, we're out of the podcast and then we were out of the podcast.